Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Dang, like stuff's busy now. Like, so thank you. Yeah, no, I, I won't get to see my kids for a little while. So my my kids don't live here anymore. I got one up in Portland. I'll see them in January, and the others in Minneapolis. So I'll see them sometime in the spring. What's that like for you? What's that like? Like I'm saying, like your kids are like out there. <laughs> you know, for me, I, I, it's actually kind of cooler, right? Like my life began when I got to make my own choices and figure out like, like I, you know, my, my parents, you know, they, they were not like, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Like they didn't like, they let me do whatever the hell I wanted to do. Right. And so like, even with my kids, I was like very, very liberal, but the re- reality is like your kids still like crave and, and kind of shape themselves around like not wanting to disappoint you. Right. And so even if your parents are cool, like it's, there's still like this massive, evolution that you go through when you when you leave the nest and so like i thought it was really cool for my kids to kind of see like what they'd become and you know for the first few months it's kind of weird but then after that it's pretty awesome i remember you uh you wrote about your oldest and you were like yeah they're stepping out they're going to be staying i think it's like because have they been in portland this whole time or no, like so we moved when we moved to arizona they came for they were getting ready to go to their junior of high school uh, so they were pretty, pretty bummed and they just, they didn't like it here. And so for their senior year, about halfway through, we sent them back to Portland and they live with a friend and we'd like just sent, took care of the money in that. So that way they can go back to the same school and graduate with their friends. And then they stayed there until about a year ago, a little less than a year ago. And then they moved to Minneapolis. But then my youngest, when, when they graduated high school, they moved right to Portland. Um, do, so they've been there now for a few years. Do you miss New York? Because I mean, for the long, I mean, for most of, you know, the early part of me knowing you, you were like a New York dude. And, and now yeah. you're, you know, you're a West Coast guy, like for decades. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've now lived in Arizona longer than I've lived anywhere aside when I grew up in New Jersey. Um, like in just you know, almost 10 years. But no, I mean, yeah, I do. Um but I, I also really like the West Coast. And, you know, with my job now, like it's completely remote. And the company I run, most of my company is on the East Coast. So we thought about going back to New York. But just I got three dogs and three cats. And it's, that's not really practical with, with them. Um, so, you know, we're, we're trying to figure it out. Like we're in Arizona now. We might we might go back to Portland. My wife loves it there. My youngest is there. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. You know, I got it. 
You were the first person I ever printed out questions for. I've never, <laughs> I've never ever done that. I just, so I would like you to know you, you, uh, you have a special place in this. All right. uh, That's good. That's good. I forced the preparation. I like it. Now, here's the thing. Oh, by the way, I, I hope you're like, I was recording all that other stuff. Is that oh, okay? Yeah. Yeah. yeah is it? Okay, cool. I, I was just making sure, like, like I, I'm, yeah. I always like to tell people I started recording, and but we just started, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, why? Well, actually, no, I'm going to start with this question. Do you remember how you and I met? Um, I want to say that it was on the Lifetime Resurrection Tour in 1992, and I just remember I was – sleeping or kind of falling asleep in a bed and all of a sudden you came in and were loud and had this crazy energy and I was like I don't know what this is but it was pretty fun so I that's what I remember I don't remember whose house it was at uh, but I think it was probably that 92 tour lifetime resurrection tour so yeah. I think I, but the times before that I don't think we met but I could be wrong it could have been on the uh the resurrection uh, mouthpiece when we went out to the West Coast. It could have been that one too, but I, I feel like it was a summer tour with Lifetime. It was actually, it was, nine, I, I, mean, I, I was like, I think 94, 93 or 94, and it was you were with 108. And oh. you were sleeping in Hartsfield's bed, and okay. you and you were was asleep, and I went in, and I was just like, hey, man. You and I, hey, I wanted to meet you. You and I are going to meet. And you, like, woke up. You you shook my hand. And then, like, okay, that's it. You can you can go back to bed. And then the next day I saw you because you guys were playing in Long Beach. And I went up okay. to you and I was like, hey, look, dude, I, I really am sorry. Like, I, I, I didn't mean to wake you. And you're all, I actually, you were like, dude, actually, I thought that was pretty cool. And you actually put me on the list, unbeknownst to me. You put me on the list for that uh, show. So, Okay, so it was a little bit later. But yeah, for some reason I thought it was, I thought it was uh, the Lifetime Resurrection tour, but that makes that makes sense. That was, so that was probably yeah. That would have been if it was in uh, Long Beach for the 108. That would have been 1994. And um, why did you let me? Because this is our first conversation like this. Like you and I have spoken, but this is our first interview since the 108 do documentary that we did back in the yeah. 90s. Why? Did you let me, I always wondered, like, why you let me come on tour with you, aside from the fact that we were friends, like, you didn't know me, really, at all. And so you were like, yeah, sure, we're going to let this guy that we don't know come and be with us in the van for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, I mean, to be quite quite frank, back then, I don't think we thought too much about anything, like, <laughs> right? Like, there was never a thought of, like, what is this going to mean six months from now, what does this mean in a like deeper level? It's just like, oh, someone wants to come on tour. All right, cool. Like whatever. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, yeah, I mean, I thought you were a funny guy, and I thought that would be kind of interesting. I, I wish it would have been on a different tour. Yeah. Because I think you know where everybody's hearts and heads were, and just the things that I think we were struggling with as individuals. Um, which then reflected how he got along and, and how he interacted collectively was, was kind of disappointing. It's kind of funny. I, I was watching, a, I was reading the interview, um, the antimatter interview the other day with uh, Dennis refused. And he was talking about how they were, they, they, he, Norm had brought up the movie that they had done, like the documentary that, that Chris, the guitar player had, had done on refuse. 
And he was like, yeah, like it's not reflective at all of the band. Like it was, it, it, it captured this moment really well, but it was not our, our finest moment, um, you know, because of how we were, you know, they're all getting pulled apart for, for whatever reasons. And I think it was the same thing for us. So like, I can't watch that. I, I don't, I don't think I've ever really watched the documentary, to be honest. I think I've seen little bits and pieces of it. One, I can't see anything with myself. It's, it's weird for me, but also like that period was not a good period, uh, personally, uh, collectively. So, but anyway, I mean, I don't know. I think at the time it was just like, Hey, like, all right, this guy wants to come. He's a nice guy. Like whatever. Cool. I, I think also the whole idea of like, for me, it was sort of like a romantic thing of like, I'm a filmmaker going to be in New York, taking the bus out there to like, wow. yeah. <laughs> Like uh, that, that, that was probably the most impressive part. Though, <laughs> you know, that, like, three days on a Greyhound? Four. But I will never forget you. You were driving me to the bus station. And from when we got in the car to when we got to the bus station, you were like, dude, don't do it. Let's get you a ticket. I'm like, no, dude, the bus. And like literally, it didn't, your attitude, it just stayed even. And you were like, dude, don't do this. Just get on, just just go on a plane. You're all, it's not going to be that expensive. And I mean, I feel like it probably wasn't that much. Maybe it wasn't different in some price. I don't know. But I, I think I've been on a Greyhound bus once for like <laughs> five hours or six hours. And it was like not a good five or six hours. So I was like, I couldn't wish my worst enemy to go on a bus for speaking with someone I, I like and who has just gotten off this tour that was, you know, disastrous in a lot of ways. Like, why would you continue to torture yourself? But whatever, you, you're glutton for punishment. So. <laughs> you shot one of the final scenes. I made you hold the camera. I said, dude, you got to shoot me waiting to get online on the bus. And you kept saying, okay, dude, like, I'll do it, but don't do this. Like, like this is so awful. You don't need to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think it was just me feeling bad for, like, how, <laughs> how that felt. I was like, you just can't. Like, this is like the... The, the shit cherry on top of the shit sundae. Right? Like, don't do it. But whatever. It's, it's fine. It's a good story, I guess. You got some memories from that, I guess.